Hey everybody, welcome to the Anime Summit Newscast, and it's your favorite Anime Summit Podcast host, Sam the Bomb. You know what I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to do a, a little theme song for each host. Be like, Nick too slick, and then Sam the Bomb, the mom, the turkey tom. And then for Danny, I'll be like, maybe it'll be like a rap thing. Danny with the fanny, nanny, gonna go and eat a whole canny of pasta, spaghettios. What are the spaghettios? I don't know, but it would be cool. Let me know if you want me to do that. Go in the Discord, go on Twitter, and at me, okay? Just at me on there. At me and be like, write a theme song for everybody. And maybe for Quoka, I can just be like, Quoka, white guy, da 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 da, whatever. Anyway, it is June 7th. 2019 and first and foremost before i start on any news i just want to say congratulations to the class of 2019 whether you're graduating college or high school whatever or vocational school or whatever it is you fucking do i don't know congratulations thank you like you guys are awesome good job like you made it you fucking did it school sucks it's a lot of work danny's going to school right now and she's always like just doing presentations and papers and homework. It's crazy, man. Like she's, she's like reminding me about all the times where I was like staying up writing papers and, and, uh, doing like, cause I, and when I went to college, I did a lot of online classes, you know? And, um, just because it was easier, you know, for some of them. And, oh my God, man, I'd be up to like 2am writing a paper cause it had to be turned in by the afternoon the next day and whatever or sometimes no i think a lot of the time it had to be turned in by midnight sunday eleven fifty nine p.m by sunday some bullshit like that but holy crap congratulations for the class of 2019 uh it's summertime let's go time to party time to go garage sailing i went garage sailing this morning and i got metal gear solid on ps1 for five bucks it was dope shout out to the metal gear solid fans out there in hideo kojima but anyways, let's get into the news. Of course, you know, I'm going to do the non-anime news first, which I don't have a lot of. But we're going to start off with the right stuff sales, of course, and get right into it, okay? Let's do it, doing it, doing it, d- d- doing it. This weekend sale on right stuff is, <clears throat> excuse me, is Ocean and Waves weekend sale. Uh, like water themed, probably just because it's summertime and we're all going to the beach and we're all surfing and whatever. I don't surf. If you surf, that's awesome. I don't personally know anyone that does surf. But if you do, that's fucking awesome. Uh, but Dive, Arpeggio Blue Steel, Swimsuit Strike Witches Fabric Poster. That's kind of hot. I'm into Strike Witches. Uh, Grand Blue Dreaming Manga, Chibi Group Free Throw Blanket. Uh, free. Uh, Dive to the Future is on here, too. Tales from Ursi. Not the best Ghibli film, I'm going to say. It's <laughs> a weird one. Um, there's an Aqua from Konosuba Plush for 12 bucks. Ooh, kind of want that. Maybe, maybe I'll ask Trisha to buy it for me. There's a bunch of just like blue colored, ocean colored stuff. Gargantua on the Verdurous planet, which is a kind of a weird anime, but it's kind of cool. It takes place on this water planet, so that makes sense. Uh, yeah, there you go. Dude, what about Nagi no Asu? Oh, there's Arya stuff on here. What about Nagi no Asu, man? What about Nagi Asu? Haterade. All right, anyway. There's also Kodansha's comic celebrating 10 years. So that's pretty fucking cool. If you 
make a purchase, you get three buttons with uh, that fucking flying cat character from Fairy Tail. On all of them. There's a Fairy Tail manga on sale all over the place. Eden Zero. Ice Trail. Rave Master. Oh my god, I forgot about Rave Master. I remember when that came on Toonami. A uh, bunch of... It's literally a lot of it's just Fairy Tail. It looks like you can get every fucking volume of the manga on here for eight bucks a book. So if you're missing a couple... You know, I don't know if any of you guys have the, the manga for Fairy Tale. Looks like there's about 80 some volumes. If you're missing a couple, now's the time, man. They're they're each eight dollars and twenty four cent. So I mean, that's pretty good. Um, ten years, Kodansha, shout out to Kodansha. Kodansha gang, shout out. Also I wanted to bring up uh let's do like I, I you know, I don't do this every time because the the news for Y Schwartz doesn't come out as quick as whatever else. But there is uh, they announced that in August, late August, the Cardcaptor Sakura Clear Card Booster will finally be coming out. Thank the Lord, because that took forever. But yeah, the the trial deck and and um, booster set are coming out at the same time, same day. So if you're a Cardcaptor fan, you want to get into Weishwartz, perfect timing. Bunny Girl Dreams of Senpai came out in May, and I totally forgot to tell Nick about that. I'm like, dude. Oh, and the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure deck came out uh, last week. I totally forgot to say that, too. So there you go. If you want to get into Weishwartz, they now have uh, Fate Stay Heaven's Field, JoJo's, Bunny Girl Senpai, Idolmaster, Review Starlight. Uh, those are all some of the latest sets. But, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the Card Captor one because that's awesome. Card Captor, shout out. All right, let's get into the non-anime news, and then we'll take a little break, and then we'll get into the anime news. Hello, Baldur's Gate 3. Whew. People have been asking this for this game for a long time. For a long, long time. And I, I think uh, some of the guys today in uh, our Discord were talking about um, Bioware and who's doing it and stuff like that. And, you know, after they did this thing and that. Um, yeah, dude, that's that's exciting, though. Baldur's Gate 3. A lot of people are, are into Baldur's Gate. They have a huge, huge dedicated fan base. And I think they've been asking for that for a long time. So that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Pokemon Direct, which is like Nintendo Direct, but which is Pokemon stuff, they revealed the latest Sword and Shield trailer that showed more Pokemon and revealed the Dynamax feature, which is basically you return your Pokemon into their ball. Your ball turns into this big giant Pokeball that's like the size of a, I want to say a beach ball, and then you throw it behind you, and it's just a bigger version. of It's like a Godzilla Megazord version of your Pokemon, which is crazy it's super fucking cool um but yeah it, it, it looks pretty cool i'm excited for sword and shield i don't have a switch yet but um me and trisha were watching it and man i don't know that's it's, it's really tough i almost wonder if we should get two switches <laughs> so so she can play one and i can play one or we'll probably play it together to be honest with you because uh we, that's that's what we do with black and white like she got uh black version and i got white and then we were gonna do that with whatever but uh yeah dude sword and shield looks fucking sweet fucking the mascots are like these two dogs and one has like a shield in his face around his face and the other one is carrying a sword in his mouth on some on some okami shit amaterasu that's that's what's up shout out shout out to capcom um speaking of video games though overwatch event that ends in like three four days so if you have not gotten any of your skins yet that you wanted Start leveling up. Start getting them loot boxes. Start getting them loot bitches right now. I've been getting nothing but voice lines, and it's making me really mad. 
It's making me so mad. Actually, uh, today I got the Forest Spirit Orisa one, which is pretty cool. I did get that golden one. There was a couple other golden ones I got, but they were from other previous events. So anyway, anniversary event ends June 10th. So get cracking on them loot boxes. Speaking of Overwatch, though, they were talking about... Uh, so I read two things about Overwatch this past week. One thing was they were talking about... So with Overwatch, you know Blizzard, they, they have universes, right? They have... They have the combined universes of, like, Heroes of the Storm, where it's all their properties fighting against each other together, which is, like, its own kind of cool crossover thing. And then you have the Warcraft universe. You know, it's got World of Warcraft. It's got Warcraft 3, and Warcraft 3 takes place before. You know, it kind of goes in order. There's also, you know, Hearthstone that takes place within the World, World uh, Warcraft universe. And then um, things of that nature. And then you have StarCraft with StarCraft 2 and things like that. And apparently they're making like a StarCraft like side-scroll shooter or shooter game. I don't know when. But that seems pretty cool. You know, with Diablo, they didn't really do that. They just had Diablo 1, 2, and 3. But I, I think Blizzard is trying to now expand universes through multiple games now with a game like overwatch if you've played it you know it's everything is right there you know we get new characters we get new levels we get things updated all the time no big deal you know what i mean so people are saying like oh when, when they come out with overwatch 2 when they come out with overwatch 2 which is like we, we don't really know if that's really going to happen you know what i mean and if it is going to happen you know it might be a different game so anyway the two things i read about overwatch is the first thing i read was how they're trying to expand the universe into different games so maybe they're going to come out with another game that's like a one-off where it's like a story mode thing and you play Tracer and it's like a side-scrolling shooter thing. Or maybe there's going to be a, an MMO with Overwatch where you make your own hero. Because remember now, there were many, many, many superhuman heroes who were part of Overwatch. And a bunch of them can be seen in many of the cinematic trailers, and we don't even know their names. You know what I mean? So you could maybe they'll make an MMO out of it. Maybe they'll make another battle arena game out of it. You know, who knows? You know. Um, but so they were talking about expanding the universe and the game universe and things like that. Then the second thing I read is that Overwatch Two is going to be announced this year, and it's going to be somewhat inspired by Left 4 Dead Two which is kind of crazy. And what I am imagining about Left 4 Dead is you have a, a team of people, you're on a team, and you go out and you fight bitches, which is basically like the Uprising event, the Storm Rising event, and the Retribution event. You know, you play four characters, and you go through a level, and you fight, you know, the bad guy. Uh, you fight a shared enemy. Overwatch 2 will have a large PvE element, which Blizzard employees have described to Kotaku as similar to Left 4 Dead. Of course, that's a good chance it will have the team-based hero shooter PvP gameplay that current Overwatch has as well, but it sounds like Blizzard is expanding the IP, which lines up with its said about the game in the past. So there you go. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, Activision teased that it has big plans for the game's universe and suggested the IP will be expanded beyond just a mere hero shooter. In other words, it perhaps shouldn't come as a, as a surprise that Blizzard is expanding the IP into new and different genres. I mean, that makes sense. You know, we've had we've had Overwatch for three years now, or a little over three years. Or, yeah, well, it's the anniversary event right now, so yeah, three years, right? We've had that for a while. So, I mean, it, it that's, that makes sense. Now, whether 
the direct sequel is going to be like this one or what it is. I don't know. But um, they were also saying uh, that they were working alongside of that Diablo 4. Uh, let's hope that it doesn't uh, debut like Diablo 3 did. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's enough about Overwatch. Speaking of Overwatch, there's a new fucking Nendo out with D.Va coming out in her schoolgirl outfit that just came out in the anniversary event. Oh! Anyway. Ninja Theory's next game is a multiplayer brawler, leaked trailer shows. If you don't know who Ninja Theory is, they are fucking cool. They did uh, the new uh, Ninja Gaiden games that were on, like, on Xbox and PS3 and stuff. Um, and they also did... They also collabed with Nintendo to do Metroid Other M. Ninja Theory is fucking cool. But apparently the new game is called Bleeding Edge. And uh, Ninja Theory has since then been acquired by Microsoft last June. So last year. So... I mean, they're now working on this game called Bleeding Edge, which apparently is a brawler, which is pretty fucking cool. I mean, hopefully, you know, Ninja Theory makes really cool, really fun combat-oriented games, and they did really cool with Metroid Other M, so that's awesome. Um, and a, a reveal trailer came out today called, or for a remake of Destroy All Humans. If you've never heard of Destroy All Humans... That's a fun-ass game, dude. Oh, my God. Super fun. Apparently, THQ is doing a remake of it. So, yeah, that's super dope. Um, here's some more news. Nino Kuni Remastered leaked for all platforms. Oops. I don't think there's they're coming to the Switch, but PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, and apparently, there's a DS version as well coming out, which is really weird. In Japan only, though. Uh, Sega... Mini, the Sega Mini revealed 12 more games for its its uh, plug-and-play console and will now have 42 games instead of the previously announced 40. Uh, those new games are Tetris, Darius, Virtua Fighter 2, Alicia Dragoon, Monster World 4, Kid Chameleon, Road Rash 2, Eternal Champions, Columns, Dynamite Heady, Strider, and Light Crusader. If you've never played Dynamite Hetty, I don't care how you fucking figure out how to play it. Get an emulator, get, go on eBay, buy a copy with for your buy a Sega. I don't fucking care how you do it. You have to play that game. It is one of the most challenging side-scrolling games ever. When you start getting like to the halfway point, it is a fun game. You play a character with no neck, basically, and his head just kind of floats on his body, and he, you throw his head as your attack. It's like a thrown headbutt. It's fucking dope. It's a sick game. Um, I grew up playing it. It's crazy. So I was I was wondering. I think I even said that on when when I first brought up the Sega Mini on our on the newscast. I was like, man, I hope they put Dynamite Heady on here, dude. Sick game. Fucking sick game. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. The, oh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I heard broke records. It's a pretty sick movie. I want to go see it. You know, we all know the 2014 one wasn't very good, but you know, ugh. Um, Dark Phoenix apparently didn't do very good also. It's the last X-Men film that we're getting before we get New Mutants. And then I think, uh, now that Disney has acquired Fox, you know, we're not going to be getting any more, uh, of those Fox X-Men films, which is like kind of a blessing and a curse because that X-Men universe was kind of all fucked up, um, with the timeline and chronology and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Which sucks because the Deadpool movies. But anyway. Um, so there's that. I heard it wasn't very good. Dark Phoenix, eh. Not very good. Now before I we take a break and get into the anime news. I just want to say this. 
E3 is coming up. And I'm going to tell you right now that I want to cover as much of that as I can. But I, you know, you're obviously a lot of you guys are going to be watching that. I thought about it and I was like, well, a lot of people are going to be watching E3. A lot of people on my Discord, especially, uh, you know, on the Anime Summit Discord, especially, are going to be watching it. And plus, you know, on all your social medias, you're going to see stuff and things like that. So as much as I want to cover it, I just want to say right now that I'm probably not going to cover it that much unless it's something that I'm personally excited about. I just won't delve into it too much. But, you know, I just wanted to put that out there because someone brought it up. They're like, oh, you're going to cover E3. And and I'm already kind of covering some things about E3 right now before we get to it. But I'm not going to cover, like, the stuff for it, to be honest with you, unless I have, like, a big opinion about some crazy shit, which I do at the end of this episode about a game thing. So we will get there when we get there. But anyway... Last thing before we take a break, uh, the Steam Summer Sale is June 25th, just in case anyone needed to know that, okay? Not that you did, because maybe you don't want to burn a hole in your wallet, but, you know, Steam Summer Sale June 25th, okay? Get with it, get with it, get with it. So anyway, there you go. We're going to get into the anime news now, but right now we're going to take a quick break. Boom, check that out for me, okay? Let me know. And also, go to links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Discord link is right there. And um, Instagram, YouTube. We have two YouTube channels. The main YouTube channel, we just upload the the the, 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 the latest podcast episode every Saturday there. And then the second YouTube channel, we put, like, Let's Plays and Vlogs and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to expand and do more things. Uh, on the regular YouTube channel, like maybe more anime reviews, shorter ones, things like that, you know. But yeah, go check those out. Also, um, Patreon. We got a Patreon now. Patreon.com slash anime summit. You can go there and become a patron today. Right now, we just got a tip jar. Um, but me and Nick and uh, everyone else are discussing um, more tiers and goals, things like that, more gifts, things like that. So it's going to be sick. It's going to be dope. Respect, respect. So to the current patrons right now, though, thank you so much. You guys are fucking awesome. I love you. Shout out. Shout out. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into the anime news. Anime news. Um, I have a lot of... I do have a lot of upcoming like anime hype stuff, but it's like strung throughout the rest of what I got, so... Bear with me, okay? Here we go. Ooh, that's a lot of... I just realized how many fucking tabs I got open. Shit. Um, Detective Conan Runner Smartphone Game debuts in English on Wednesday. Now, I know what you're gonna say. It's another mobile fucking runner game. God! Fucking dumb. But, if you're a fan of Detective Conan, it does look super cute. Um, and plus, I think it's still gonna have a lot of mystery elements in it. So, that's gonna be dope. Detective Conan is crazy, man. Fucking love Detective Conan. Square Enix reveals Dragon Quest Walk smartphone game. Oh, man. Dude. <laughs> this is going to be sick. Like, Pokemon Go didn't get me, okay? And the reason Pokemon Go didn't get me was because it was a fucking... It was dumb. It was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. It turned out to be some English bullcrap. For a lot of people, it's still really fun, and it harmonized a lot of people and got us to go outside, which I appreciate. That's fucking dope. I'm not going to... I'm not going to disparage Pokemon Go, you know. But it just, for me, I was not into it. 
But this, Dragon Quest Walk, is going to utilize Google Maps platform. You play Dragon Quest and you fucking walk around, man. It's going to be dope. It's sick. Oh, my God. That's dope, man. Um, it, it It's also coming. Uh, there's going to be a new Dragon Quest game. Uh, Dragon Quest 11 Echoes of an Elusive Age. It's coming to the Switch, PlayStation 4, Nintendo 3DS. Also Steam. So that's super dope. But yeah, Dragon Quest Walk, man. You can find the trailer for it um, on YouTube right now. Just type in Dragon Quest Walk. Um, Are You Lost? Anime's new video unveils more cast, staff, and theme songs. This looks like a kind of a cute anime. It's got cute girls in it. Um, it's a because of a plane crash. Starting today, we're spending the springtime of our lives on a desert island. Desert island. There's nothing here, so we have to make everything and eat everything. It's basically like fucking... Uh, Gilligan's Island, but with uh, cute anime girls. <laughs> That's fucking funny, man. Um, Food Wars Shokigeki no Soma manga ends in three chapters. That is fucking crazy, man. That's It's almost done. It's almost done, dog. Uh, it should end on June 17th, so ten more days. The 36th and final volume will ship on October 4th. And, uh, yeah... That's 36 volumes, and, uh, you know, that means there's probably not that much anime left, to be honest with you, so we'll see. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited for Food Wars. Um, new anime, if it's for my daughter, I'd even defeat a Demon Lord. Anime's second promo video is streamed. Uh, this anime got a new key visual, new PV. Dale is a cool, composed, and highly skilled adventurer who's made quite a name for himself Despite his youth, one day on a job deep in the forest, he comes across a little devil girl who's almost wasted away. Unable to just leave her to die, Dale takes her home and becomes her adoptive father. Devil or not, Latina or Latina is beyond adorable, and the adventurer soon finds himself head over heels with being a parent. But why was she out in the forest to begin with, and why did she carry the mark of a criminal? So basically, it's like Usagi Drop, but about an adventure guy, and the girl he adopts is the devil. Woo! That seems kind of weird. Um, if you don't know who Intocreates is, Intocreates is uh, is a the game company that worked on Mega Man Zero, and they also did Gunvolt, uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt, and they also did the anime Azure Striker Gunvolt as well. Um, they're coming out with a new game coming to, I believe, Switch, PS4, and Steam, and it's going to be fifteen bucks, and it's called Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous, Luminous Avenger. Looks fucking dope, dude. Seriously. YouTube that trailer. Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger. Super, super, super sick. Um, Hibiki Euphonium gets new anime project centering around Kumiko. Uh, Kumiko's third year in high school. That's pretty dope. So, you know, shout out to Mac. Uh, Hibiki Euphonium, new anime. So for you sound Euphonium fans out there. Exceed Games releases Grand Blue Fantasy versus fighting game in North America. Hell yeah, I was hoping we'd get this game. So basically, if you've never heard of um, Grand Blue Fantasy, it was originally a mobile game. And uh, it was, you know, you had heroes. It's like an RPG, gotcha-style mobile game. And um, it got an anime. It got a bunch of anime. Apparently, that anime is pretty popular among the people who play the game. They're coming out with a Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which is a fighting game, and it's done by Arc System Works, who's also done, you know, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue... Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, it looks pretty sweet. Like, no lie, it looks pretty dope. I don't know anything about Grand Blue Fantasy, but just the, the fighting game itself looks super, super cool. 
Uh, Sakuna game slated for release in winter on the Switch. It's this new game called Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, and it's like a side-scroll adventure game. It kind of reminds me of the game on PlayStation 1. It was called Brave Fencer Musashi. It kind of reminds me of that. Um, it looks super cool. You're playing You're playing this um, little character named Sakuna. I think her name is Sakuna. Um, yeah, players take on the role of Sakuna, a proud yet lonely harvest goddess who is banished to a dangerous island with a group of outcast humans. Sakuna tames the island by defeating demons using farm tools as weapons while chaining attacks with her celestial scarf. Dude, it looks super sick. I was seriously like, man, I gotta, I gotta get a Switch. <laughs> I could get it on Steam, though. It's just coming out on Steam and PS4. Um, Senki's actual Simple Gear XV TV's new anime promo comes out. Uh, and it's coming out July 6th. So if you're a Simple Gear fan, July 6th, get hype. Um, I'm not cut up on Simple Gear. I should be, though. Left Field Media launches new Anime Frontier convention in Texas, May 8th to May 10th, 2020, Fort Worth Convention Center, Fort Worth, Texas. Um, it's called Anime Frontier. It looks pretty cool. Um, I think tickets are available for 45 bucks, is what it said. So that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Um, is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon? Season 2 anime reveals visual July 12th premiere. And there's going to be a screening at Anime Expo with the novel's author. So there you go. If you're a fan of that uh, anime. Booyah. Mob Psycho 100 OVA reveals title, visual, and September release. Um, there's a new OVA coming out. The OVA's title is Mob Psycho 100. Dai Akai Rei Toka Sodansho Ian Ryoko Kokoro Mitatsubi Hashinotabi. <laughs> My bad. Mob Psycho 100, the Spirits and Such Consultations Office First Company Outing, a healing trip that warms the heart. It looks like like it takes place in the winter on some Christmas shit, but um, there you go, man. Mob, for you Mob Mabu fans out there, booyah. Funimation to stream My Hero Academia's anime's fourth season. Yeah, because, you know, um, well, the 25-episode third season premiered in 2018, and Funimation streamed the English dub of the third season. Crunchyroll and Hulu streamed the series with English subtitles as it aired in Japan. Um, you know, with the whole falling out of Crunchyroll and Funimation, you know, I, I don't know. So, I mean, they're, I think their Funimation's trying to just do it all by themselves. Hopefully it comes to Hulu, because Hulu's awesome. But you can watch all three seasons of My Hero on Hulu. And I think uh, the first and third is on Crunchyroll right now. So... Yeah, I'm excited for My Hero. They actually re- revealed a new key visual, too, showing the the big three's costumes. So, Mirio and the girl and the shy kid. I forgot their names. I only remember Mirio because he looks like Tintin, okay? Shut up. One Punch Man manga artist draws Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, Yusuke Murata returns with new artwork for Japan's home video release of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse on August 7th. Murata has previously drawn collaborative art for art for the Spider-Man Homecoming live-action film. The Spider-Verse art shows Miles Morales with Peter B. Parker, Gwen Stacy, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, and Penny Parker. Um, it looks dope. Like, it looks fucking cool, man. I love it when when manga artists do American properties. Like, it's just so fucking dope to me. Like, it's so, it's so sick. And I love, I also love seeing uh, American comic artists take on, uh, Japanese properties as well. I've seen a couple of comic artists, really famous ones, and I'm I'm blanking on the names right now. Do like Saitama and some My Hero stuff. It's pretty cool. 
it's, it's cool to see that cultural overlap and how we can come together through comics and nerdy stuff. Super dope. Super sick. Akiba's Trip, Hellbound and Debriefed gets PS4, PC release in West. And that is going to be... Uh, wait a second. I had the fucking date right fucking here. <laughs> Shit. It's currently in development and will be a remaster of the Kiba Strip plus Strip Action RPG for the PlayStation Portable. Um, oh, okay. So there's no date, but it's it, there you go. So f- there you go, man. It, I know that there is a Kiba Strip ports on Steam right now. So it's probably going to come out Steam and PS4. Oh, yeah, this is right here. PS4 and PC in the West. <laughs> um, but, yeah, probably. You know what? They should put these on the Switch. Man, a lot of people got Switches now, man. I'm telling you. Nintendo Switch. Good Smile Company unveils its 1-1 scale SAO Elucidator Sword. So Kirito's favorite, famous sword, the Elucidator. Um, open pre-orders on Thursday for its 1-1 scale replica of Kirito's favorite blade, the Elucidator. The sword is part of Good Smile's high-grade electronic toy line created in partnership with Cerebo Inc., the sword is equipped with a gyro sensor that recognizes how the toy is moving, a speaker on 700 LEDs. The light and sound changes according to the sword's movement and sound effects. So it's kind of like the the lightsabers, the the lightsabers that have the light up with the LEDs, you know, those really expensive ones. It's exactly like that, and it lights up different colors. You can even, like, change it to green, red, and yellow, like, you know, how it changes depending on the sword skill Kirito's using. And then you can make it blue for doing the Starburst streaming stream attack which is pretty fucking cool not gonna lie to you uh persona 5 royals games new video highlights new character kasumi the new character that is joining the the thieves um and you know they haven't said anything about it getting a switch port but yeah (laughs) i know a lot of people were saying like come on for the switch come on for the switch but yeah, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3 in Japan, but here in America and Europe, we're just getting it for PS4 in 2020, I believe, this early 2020. Toy Animation launches anime pitch contest with plans for Ikiyu-san remake. Toy Animation announced its 100-year anime project contest for original anime on Thursday. The project's name originates from its goal, to create an anime that will continue for the next 100 years. The project allows participants to submit proposals for an anime project in one of four different courses, one of which the C course seeks proposals to remake for a remake of the Ikusan television anime. Other courses in the project include A course for those who have no experience working on anime or manga, and a B course for those who have experience working in the industry and can submit detailed proposals that can enter into production quickly. The D course will be for experienced animators, background artists, and prop designers who will support anime projects. Each course will have a grand prize, um, about $9,000, $4,600, and $2,700. Toei Animation Representative Director Katsuhiro Takagi stated that the project hopes to create anime that people will not find familiar or similar to other works. So, man, there you go. I don't know how, I don't know, if, I don't, can we do it? That'd be sick. I would love to pitch. Remember that anime pitch episode we did? Man. I wonder if we can do that. <laughs> uh, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdoms games PC release slated for July 25th. Um, at Game Atelier's new game, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, is slated for Steam and GOG. I don't know what GOG is, but I think it's another uh, gaming platform like Steam. On July 25th. 
The game shipped for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch last December, delayed from its original November release date. The game is based on Sega and Weststone Bit Entertainment's Wonder Boy and Monster World 2D platforming game series. So it looks pretty hype. It looks like another kind of like a Dragon Quest-ish type game, that classic fantasy with your classic, you know, cartoonish anime and knights and swords. It looks pretty cool, though, honestly. And there's a Catface Johnson, so it's automatically 10 out of 10. Um, My Hero and Sanrio did a collab um, for <laughs> pairing up with their Sanrio counterparts for to best bring out their quirks in more ways than one. I don't know what the collab is for, to be honest with you, but they released art for it. Um, and Azuku is paired up with Pochako, and Batsumaru is paired up with uh, uh, Baku, uh, Bakugal, and Uraraka is paired up with My Melody. It's really cute. It's super cute. Hello Kitty is paired up with All Might, which makes sense because they're both kind of the center of everything in a way, you know. So that's super fucking cute. You should just look that up if you want. Oh, you know what? Let's go back to Persona 5 real quick. <laughs> you know how I was saying, um, you know, it might not be on the Switch. They just, I guess I had this article open. I didn't put it next to the Persona 5 article, but it, Atlas reiterates that there are no plans for Persona 5 The Royal on other platforms beyond PS4. Details, save game, and DLC transfers. That sucks. So there you go. For those of you who were saying that you wanted a Switch port, I'm really sorry, but you're not getting one. Um, so here's here's the thing I wanted to talk about that I had an opinion on. And, um, you know, it's not an, it's, it's not anime-related. So, so, you know, if you don't want to hear it, then, you know, turn it off. My bad. But there's this new thing, and shout-out to... Um, I believe it was uh, Sean, again, shout out to Sean, um, who posted it. Um, but it's this new thing called the Stadia. And, uh, oh, actually, you know what? I have two big pieces. Sorry, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm planning on the podcast. Everyone take a shot. Okay, no, seriously, though. I have two big opinions, okay? This one's not going to be as long as this next one. And... Uh, I'm just saying there's this new thing that Google's doing called the stadia and basically it's a it's a gaming it's a way to game without having a console all of the performance stress and downloads and things like that are done at Google's data centers all you need is the internet a Google Chromecast which you need the newest one for it and a controller or you can buy their controller you game from their data center. You download the games on your account, but they're the ones who are holding all of the data, your saved game data, your the game's file size data. Their data centers are holding all of that under your account in their fucking data center. So you don't have to download anything. You literally just plug it in your TV and you play. Um, you do have to buy the games, you know, but... Uh, and you do have to pay a monthly. They're coming out. So it costs $129, right, for the little thing that you plug in. Um, and uh, for the, I think uh, the controller comes with it if you get the Stadia Pro. Um, on launch, um, there's going to be Final Fantasy XV, Rage 2, the new Tomb Raider trilogy, trilogy, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Farming Simulator 19, MK11, Darksiders, Borderlands 3, The Division 2, the new Samurai Showdown, which they just 
released a bunch of shit. Also, shout out to Combo Breaker because Combo Breaker just happened, and congratulations to all the winners and all the lucky people who got to play the new Samurai Showdown game, or at least got to play some of the early versions of it. Wolfenstein Youngblood, Doom Eternal, Dragon Ball Xenoverse. All these games are going to be there on launch on Stadia. So you still have to buy these games, right? But it's not like you're downloading anything. You just plug it in your smart TV, and um, you make an account, and there you, there it is. You don't have to download nothing, 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 nothing. It's all on your Google account at their data center. You're basically playing from their console there at their data center in a way. You're downloading all your stuff, saving all your saved game data on their stuff. So you just plug in and you play. Now, the problem with this, though, is that I read earlier well, when I was doing the research that 65 hours of game ba- gameplay takes up one terabyte of data. So with co- there are companies out there like Comcast that will cap you on that shit. They'll be like, how are you using this much data? How are you using this much Internet? You know what I'm saying? You got to pay for that shit. I fortunately ha- have an ISP that doesn't do that to me. But then again, that's just me. Um, and I have to use that ISP because it's the only one offered in my area. So that's just what it is. Um, other people can only have Comcast because it's offered in that area. Some people have Frontier. You know, some people have other shit. You know what I mean? And they will fuck you over. You know what I mean? Me and Nick have talked about Comcast on the podcast before. Um, and they're, you know, they're fucking full of shit, man. Like, for real. Um, my internet company kind of sucks, too. But, you know, they don't cap me on stuff. As much as I use the internet, they don't cap me on anything. So, you know, I could probably buy this and use the... And you, oh, you do have to pay a monthly subscription too, by the way, um, for the Stadia Pro, which is basically up to 4K resolution, 60 FPS, 5.1 surround sound. Buy whatever games whenever you want, um, and you get additional free games and Stadia Pro exclusive discounts on games, kind of like PlayStation Plus. Um, the free version, which is called Stadia Base, has up to 1080p, 60 FPS, stereo surround, or stereo sound. Buy games whenever you want. Um, you don't get the additional free games released regularly, and you don't get Stadio Pro exclusive discounts. That's the only difference. The Stadio Pro is ten bucks a month, but you know, I'm just it. it I, I I'm really don't have an opinion on it yet because obviously I don't know that much other than what they're telling me on the website. But I, I guess I'm bringing it up because I want to know what you guys think. Um, you know, Sean brought it up, and we didn't really have a convo about it because I wasn't watching it the thing he posted about it in the news until today. So, but let's have a convo about it. If you if you are hearing this now and you're listening to this newscast still at this point and you're hearing me talk about this, at me on Discord and let's have a convo about it, okay? So let me know about that. The big piece of news I got, though, shout out to Underground News, Anime Summit News Informant, ARA, a raging Aztec. Um, of course, you know, Nick posted this in the Discord already because he would rather post things publicly before I get to say it. Fucking bitch. Either way, um, this is not really news. It's more of an opinion anyway. But the Avengers Endgame directors, the Rooster Brothers, are doing a Magic the Gathering animated series for Netflix. Um, I've heard, I've read some articles call it an anime like a Magic the Gathering anime series for Netflix. So I don't I don't know. 
But this is like two of Nick's worlds combined, right? Fucking animated entertainment and Magic the Gathering. And then the Russo brothers are fucking directing it. The only thing that they showed any visual of is they showed a visual of Chandra Nalar, which is one of the Planeswalkers. Um, she's got fucking fiery-ass hair, which is dope. But honestly, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, my opinion on it, though, to be honest with you, is it, it seems like it could be really sick. I'm not going to lie to you. It seems like it could be really dope. But it's just so much lore. It's so much... Where are you going to start and how are you going to, you know what I mean? This has been a card game since the 80s, okay? And they've been building that lore since then with books, novels, and I think even some comics and things like that. So, you know what I mean? Like not just through the card game but with books and comics and all that other stuff. They have never once thought to make like a make like a movie or anime or you know, Wizards of the Coast, they're kind of a, they're a little, they hold, they tug their own nuts pretty hard, okay? They don't want anyone touching their balls. But, like, I don't know, man. Now they're kind of looking to uh, do some anime shit. And you know what? I'm excited for it. And I don't really have that much of an opinion on it except for how are you going to cover all of that fucking lore, man? There's so much lore. Maybe they're just going to cover it from one arc, which is like, you know, where the the uh the planeswalker uh shit is you know what i mean like where um where they go to zendikar and ravnica all that stuff um because planeswalkers have always been a part of the story but they the planeswalker like actual planeswalker cards weren't a part of the game until like 2008 or something like that i don't remember somewhere around there 2007 no probably earlier than that 2005 maybe anyway Check it out, okay? Let me know what you guys think. And if you're a Magic the Gathering player and you're listening to this right now, let me know what you think of it. You know, hit me up on Twitter, at Nick on Twitter, at Blind Freeman or at Anime Summit. Um, Nick pretty much runs the Twitter, so if, even if you just add Anime Summit, you know, he'll give you an opinion on it, I'm sure. He didn't really talk about it too much, which is really weird because I figured he would be the one person to talk about it a shit ton. But let me know what you guys think. Uh, you know, I'm always excited when two aspects of nerddom come together to make one cool thing but I'm just wondering how they're gonna do it and I'm almost kind of worried when you have so much shit you know to cover how are you gonna cover it you know what I mean without making it a fucking 800 episode series like fucking fairy tale so anyway let me know what you think um thanks again for listening every week I know this newscast is a little all over the place but you know I love doing these and I I get such good feedback from you guys and how you love hearing it because it's just more content for you and you guys just love it. And I, I really appreciate that. You guys are awesome. You guys make me feel good. Um, I'm trying to, you know, just do cool content stuff and hang out with you guys and be a cool person, you know? So I, I, I try my best. Sometimes I don't always do so. And if, if I've ever done that to any of you guys, I'm sorry, but I, I, I'm grateful. I'm seriously grateful for all you guys and allowing me to do this and allowing me to keep doing it. Um, it wakes me up every morning, which is fucking dope. So love you guys, seriously, and thank you. And uh, hit me up, okay? Hit me up on Discord. When you hear this stuff, let me know. I want to know what you guys think, okay? That being said, it's your girl, Sam the Bomb, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.